0: divine knowledge of extraterrestrial origin or divine knowledge of a spiritual type. That's what we're going to talk about today on the Cub Cougar Supernatural Podcast. Welcome. If this is your first time joining, stick around. This podcast is normally about an hour long and I do it live so that I can answer questions and interact with this community. If you haven't Uh, been a part of this community before, then welcome. Uh, We've got a very open mind here. We allow everyone in this community of every faith, every walk, every tradition, orientation, race, doesn't matter, guys. um, If you are hungry to learn, to grow, and ultimately to ascend, then you're in the right place. So today we're talking about extraterrestrial versus divine Knowledge. How do you differentiate? Because there's a lot of videos going around right now that talk about divine knowledge. What's up, Jeremy? How are you doing? Welcome. Uh Madrigal, thanks for being here. Keith Johnson, welcome. Uh Dead Lou, welcome. Robert, thanks for being here. User 47, what is up? Uh, as you guys are jumping in the comments there, I try to do shout outs, but um so one of the biggest things. There's so much of this whole divine knowledge culture going around right now. Uh which is great. I'm I'm all about divine knowledge, but how do we discern like where that knowledge is from? What um, what side of the equation that it comes from? Uh there's a physical realm and there's a spiritual realm, both of which are important to how we experience reality. We've talked about matrix theory in past uh podcasts and if you're Uh, a little bit lost as to what I'm talking about. Uh, Go back and listen to some of my Matrix Theory podcasts. Everything's over on my website at www.cubcooker.me. You can find all the infos over there. Um, But as we get into this, uh, I've got a document here that I want to share. I've been working on building the document out, working on um, you know, making all the parallels and stuff make sense. Obviously, they fit together. I wouldn't even put them in my document, but getting them to make sense where someone can pick it up and read it independently and start to understand a little bit more of what I'm talking about. Um and so this is called uh Life and the Lie Study Notes, and it's a compare and contrast document that I'm working on. It has several Bible verses Uh, One is on the left side of the page. One's on the right side of the page. Doesn't matter what side of the page they're on. But the idea is to compare the extraterrestrial type of knowledge or worship or idol or even God in the Old Testament with the spiritual contrast of that that we often see in the New Testament. And sorry, I've got a cough drop in today because my allergies... Let me tell you, I went and uh, walked around outside yesterday, got some fresh air, and it was beautiful. But boy, the ragweed around here is blooming, and um, yeah, it's been it's been fun. So, Yahweh seven seven seven, what is up? Welcome. Uh, been checking out your channel, watching your live streams. Love what you're doing over there. We do over here, obviously. I'm sure you've seen my live streams before. We do talk about. Yahweh not being the same God as El Elyon, God Most High. And that's not to offend you, by the way, but I would actually love to have a conversation with you about this. There's kind of two camps of people right now on TikTok. I'm going to crunch down on this real quick. Sorry. Welcome to the live, guys. There's kind of two camps right now, the Yahwehists and the Elists on TikTok. And then there's a lot of people that haven't heard of either of those. And really all that is, by the way, and I'm not here to argue with anyone, and I'm I'm certainly not here to tell you I'm right either. But I do think it's really important that we look at uh, the descriptions of these gods. Um, And I shared earlier a scripture. uh, I'll see if I can pull it up actually, see if it's on my history here. uh, Where I was talking about... Yahweh versus El Elyon, and literally there's a verse in the Bible where they're like, you know, talking to each other, talking about each other, and again, I think we kind of run into issues if we start to say, um, hey, they're the same, it's it's all the same because it's monotheistic uh, monotheistic being, you know, the belief in one God. There are no other gods. There's only one God. Am I a monotheist? Yes. Am I a polytheist? Yes. Why? And does that even make sense? The reason I am both is because I believe in polytheism as in, I believe in the pantheon of gods. I believe in the extraterrestrial gods, which is exactly why I have this little idol here. Uh, you've probably seen Indiana Jones, the Crystal Skull. You've probably heard of the Crystal Skulls. And that's one thing I want to talk about today when we talk about divine knowledge, extraterrestrial versus spiritual. We see that you have divine knowledge come from these beings in the Old Testament and come from the fallen angels, uh, th- come from even Yahweh with uh, you, tons of technology coming from Yahweh. But then you have this other God in there that's called El Elyon who doesn't really speak a whole lot. Uh, but you have priests of him, and you have kind of this this thread of truth from him through it all the way to Christ. Uh, and he talks about his father in and, and, and kind of terms that are very different than Yahweh. Again, I'm not saying I'm right. But I think because, I mean, literally just a few months ago, I was like posting hashtag Yahweh on everything. And yeah, you know, I was very into the Hebrew Roots movement. And again, nothing against anybody that is. I just kept finding so many walls of my understanding in that that I had to just go okay. Let's put it all out on the table. Let's let's pretend like ancient astronaut theory is true. Let's pretend like all the Sumerian tablets and the Egyptian mythologies uh, and all these pantheons and obviously been visited by beings from the stars and do I accept the idea that my most high god the one that created my spirit, the one that's within me, the one that manifests love and light and beauty and opportunity in my life, do I believe that that being is an extraterrestrial? And I had to start asking myself, do I believe that? Because I very much believe in extraterrestrials. We see them in the sky all the time. I also think that that's what we called angels in times of old. Uh, They're always saying, you know, do not be afraid, stuff like this, so um somebody says the most terrifying thing i've ever experienced no words can express it uh i was walking in the woods and i found myself face to face with two tall grays okay yeah no thank you by the way um and K- Koita, i believe let me scroll over so i can see all of this um yeah terrifying i don't want to experience that thank you very much uh but somebody says bro ETs are demons uh you know I'll look up the definition of demons especially in the book of Enoch and the ancient mythologies especially biblical mythologies you know demons are not physical beings at all and they can't even manifest as physical beings they are spirits who are from the uh unalived uh nephilim the children of the watchers which is by the way a common theme not just in uh, Christian or Jewish mythologies, but in a lot of other ones, including Sumerian, uh, Mesopotamian, uh, Egyptian, you know, you've got the gods had children on earth, which were the demigods. Um, and so, again, I wasn't there, so I can't, you know, prove any of this or anything like that. I'm just, I try to put together a big, big, big picture of all of this so that we can all make educated guesses on this or hypotheses. Um, and really, a deepen our understanding of it. So um, are aliens and UFOs friendly? So in the Bible, we see that there are good angels and there are bad angels. And I go on the presupposition of, hey, we didn't understand what extraterrestrials were we didn 't understand what technology was. Ezekiel saw an angel that was a wheel inside a wheel we have classified that as an Ophanim, which used to be my favorite angel and then i found out dude that's not an angel that's a craft like that's an that's a a ship that that's a ufo that's what we see in the night sky that's what um you know we've talked about for tens of thousands of years from tablets to parchments to books to prophecies to visions um yeah absolutely somebody said uh, you know, put the little um, uh, mushy, mushy, roomy emoji, and says uh, that will show you exactly what's in the ancient text. Yeah, absolutely, it's all connected, and I don't think they got the ancient text just by doing stuff like that—those mind-expanding things. Um, which I'm not—I'm definitely not like supporting that, but I'm just saying um, I think it's all connected. That's showing us part of the spiritual world. Uh, people have NDEs, um, near unalived experiences and they experience the spiritual world. Sorry, my dog grumbles every day this time of day. He's an old man. He's got to take naps. You know, I'm, I'm getting up there too. I'm almost 40. So I'm starting to feel the same way about, uh, three o'clock every day, which is why I do these to really just keep going with the day. So, um, Let's see, Uh, I want to try doing alien contact, but I'm low-key a bit hesitant. Uh, Positivity with Chris, I would be too, and here's the deal. I've had some dreams and interactions and stuff with them. Uh, I don't find them to be friendly, personally. Um, And I'm not saying they're not holy, but I don't find them to be friendly. Uh, Because holiness and friendliness are two different things. Uh, just because they are an angel of God doesn't mean that they're uh, contractually bound to be nice or always have your best interest in mind, by the way. Um, so, um, what, what I'm trying to get at there is I don't know. I don't know the hierarchies, but that's kind of why I want to talk about what I'm talking about today. Thank you for the roses. God bless you guys that's kind of why I want to talk about that today because it's it's really important I think that we understand the distinctions between spiritual knowledge and uh, which is inherently esoteric by the way this kind of within the kingdom within as I talk about a lot um, and then the extraterrestrial knowledge because a lot of people get it confused and they understand they start to understand that like Okay, aliens are probably angels. Uh, Angels are probably aliens. We probably don't even know what they're really called. Um, We just have our words for them. We had our words back then. We have our words now, and our understandings change. Uh, We don't understand the holiness. We don't understand their divine place. I mean, they're terrifying to look at, in my opinion. They look like cicadas, and cicadas scare me to death. So, Um, I'm not a bug fan, so... Um, but yeah, I this is where I wanted to talk. So um, if uh, if you're still in here, uh, Yahweh 777, uh, and I really do love your content, So, but I wanted to share this because maybe you have a side of this. Again, I'm not here to try to convince anyone, just share the way that I openly and honestly see it, and I have a hard time seeing it the other way anymore. Uh, and then just kind of having an open conversation. So this verse right here is from Deuteronomy two eight. It says, when the most high Elion divided nations, he separated the sons of Adam. He set the masses according to the number of the sons of God. And we talked about that earlier, the different translations behind that. Um, and I find that really interesting. And then we move down here and it says the Lord Yahweh, which is the tetragrammatron, uh, which is basically... You know, there's a whole long story about how the word Yahweh even exists, but I use the word Yahweh to ascribe to the being that helped the Israelites and took the Israelites as its portion that I believe was a son of God, Um, and sometimes even referred to maybe as the angel of God, as we see in the Exodus. Um, and we have to remember guys, these texts weren't found in a nice book. Like here, here's the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Like you got fragments and pieces. And then we have more and more of those fragments and pieces coming out and it's all scripture and it's all good for deepening our understanding and our learning. Um, and so I don't hold the Bible as like this high holy book so much as I do, thank god we have it all put in one book and then i can look at that and i can look at extra biblical texts around that i can look at hindu texts i can look at buddhist texts i can look at egyptian i can look at the sumerian tablets which we're going to be doing on here i can look at book of enoch and i can start to put together this bigger bigger picture and so this one is the lord yahweh thundered from heaven as i talked this morning on the early morning live stream Yahweh was always, even in Sumerian culture, synonymous with storms. Why is that important? He always came before these natural disasters. He he always brought them. He always controlled them. He wielded like this jealous, angry control over people is the way I see it. You may see it different. A lot of people see all of that as acts of love. I don't. I, I see it as uh We either serve a bipolar God or it's two different things, two different entities. Um, and then that verse goes on, The Lord Yahweh thundered from heaven, and the Most High Eleon uttered his voice. So I don't understand I mean that that sounds like two different entities to me. If not, why not say it? Why do we in our modern culture just lump them together? to me guys and and I can't go into all of this on this one podcast today I've done it on on multiple ones, so if you're wondering where I'm coming from with this whole theory, you know go back you know a couple of months or month or two probably and try to catch up on the podcast. That's a great way to do it You can find it all uh on sorry James, I'll get to your comments in a minute. I'm just rambling here, so uh he created you, you did not create yourself, Yahweh made me. Yahweh made this this whole matrix we're in that's what I talk about James Um, And then LA on LA on God most high uh, the spirit my father and spirit created The energy the wavelengths the consciousness the spirit that I have within me Uh, Yes, I do repost all of these by the way Uh, they are all on my YouTube you can actually hit up my, my website, cubcooker, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.M-E, cubcooker.me. Uh, and that has all my socials there. So I do repost these on my Facebook, my YouTube, Apple, Spotify, anywhere you get podcasts on the Cubcooker Supernatural podcast. So you can go grab those over there. Um, and let's see... there was another good question here. Where was it? Um, uh, I'm an experiencer since childhood. I have no fear of them. And yes, I believe in Jesus. Awesome. That's great. And you know, and again, I I don't refute that these things serve God, but I do think some of them get out of line. Some of them, uh, somebody said Yahweh, the great imposter. Um, Yeah, I think he's an imposter. I think, um, I think he's a God. I think he's, an incredible extraterrestrial intelligence with technology beyond our understanding the ability to uh, control weather, the ability to uh, get inside the minds of humanity and wield a, you know, a Holy spirit of sorts, um, which we didn't really have until like the new Testament, because the new Testament, you know, you hear Christ talk about leaving, like, I'm going to leave, you know, a spirit with you. And he talks about it almost in like a new sense, like you'll have a new helper now. And I just, I don't see that as synonymous because you see the Holy Spirit as we've translated in the old Testament that it like passes through, uh, with like the angel of death and, uh takes out all the kids and stuff. And, um, you know, before, um, before we really get going in all these biblical stories uh, in the time of Moses, sorry, I'm, I'm not perfect on uh, Old Testament history timelines, but I am starting to put together the picture. So uh, I never said I was a scholar. I never said I was a pastor. So I just I see all this stuff and I like to talk about it. And I believe that's what God's called me to do. So um, kind of a public exploration of what ifs and that type of thing here. So uh, they have brought me closer to God and spirit and my highest self. And I used to be terrified of them. Hey, and, and and I've heard a lot of people that have had really good experiences with beings of light or extraterrestrials, astral beings. Uh I don't think that astral beans are the same as the grays. You know, I think the grays are very specific, like workers. Um, and I think that a lot of them probably are some of the fallen angels. Um, I think Yahweh could potentially be like a high level gray um this is all pure speculation by the way like we're we're getting into woo woo territory now I'm just sharing like my my thoughts on it um and so you know, I often see him as being uh yes holy but also a deceptor also um I mean, look at how many years if if the theory of Yahweh and El Elyon being separate is true, then uh, he's been fronting for many, many, many years. And you got a lot, a lot of uh, faiths that faiths that are built on an extraterrestrial rather than God and spirit. Why do you think Christianity might be so confused and so divided? Because um, when you read the Bible the way I'm talking about, it makes sense. And if you've never read the Bible in this way, I encourage everyone to. I'm not saying I'm right. Just make your own decision. Read it from the point of view that Genesis 1 is a spirit, Elohim, a father, son, a Holy Spirit, or a father, mother, son, as I believe. uh, Kind of the archetypal holy family, as I talked about this morning. Um, And then they create in perfection spiritual beings, astral beings that then gets planted or supplanted into uh flesh into humanity as it was made in genesis 2. this is where it's weird and nobody can explain this genesis 1 and genesis 2. genesis 1 pours into genesis chapter 2. mother was taken out by constantine by the divine arcana absolutely i totally agree I see that the Holy Spirit is a mother a thousand percent. I experience the Holy Spirit as a mother. In fact, I didn't even experience the Holy Spirit until I started understanding it that way. And now I feel like I'm a part of a divine family. I feel like I'm loved. I feel like I'm forgiven. I feel like I'm accepted. I feel whole again. And I've never felt that way in my life. And I've followed this stuff my entire life. And I've gone down to the altar and accepted Jesus and all the stuff. All the stuff. But it was all just stuff for me. Um, So anyway, um, that's where if you go back and you read and you get to Genesis 2. And then now all of a sudden in Genesis 2, it finishes Genesis 1. It talks about the creation being finished. It was good. And then it introduces at that point, it goes from Elohim, the plural, the triune. It goes from that all of a sudden into Yahweh Elohim. And then he makes, he takes what was created and makes out of it man and woman, Adam, and then he puts Adam in a deep sleep, which is synonymous with extraterrestrial abductions. Okay. Uh, He pulls a rib out. What does a rib have in it? It's got marrow. What's that have? DNA. Like, you see where I'm tracking with all of this? You see all of this. I did a whole live stream, which was a big hot button issue, apparently, for a lot of people of magic versus sorcery sorcery being all of the technologies that the extraterrestrials brought not that they're not heavenly technologies but they're not kingdom of god technologies kingdom of god technologies is spirit it is manifesting in the spiritual plane and then the matrix ripples because your spirit is already implanted in the word of god which is the only reason that the matrix even stands up. Yahweh could never have created the matrix or built, made the matrix as it says. It never says he created, it says he made, he fashioned. So go read that, go read Genesis, look up some of the Hebrew words. I highly recommend reading it in uh world English Bible or names of God Bible to make it easier to see the differentiation between Elohim, Yahweh, Elohim to get the full story where it looks at those root words for you. Triune, meaning uh, the triangle. You know, a lot of people demonize this symbol as, you know, the whole uh, Illuma, whatever. Um, But, you know, and everybody uses the symbol, right? But it's always been a symbol of the Holy Trinity or the Triune. Uh, I'm a big Legend of Zelda player. Uh, And so you have the Triforce or the Triune there. Their God is three parts too. the goddesses are in three parts. So it's definitely like a whole. um, Let's see. uh, Serpentine of light says, love you, buddy. Sadly, I have my daughter today and headed to the park. See you tomorrow. Hey, thank you so much for being here. God bless you. Um, Enjoy your daughter. Enjoy the sunshine that sun, man, it gets in you and it, it just upgrades your, your consciousness every step of the way. I've, I learned that from new earth dragons on here and I've started, I go outside, I can feel it, you know, getting into my, into my being and it's such a good thing. Um, so anyway, yeah, go enjoy that. Enjoy your daughter, enjoy love and light. Thank you for being here. Um, and I'll see you tomorrow. Definitely. So King James is another agenda. Absolutely guys. I mean, I'm glad you guys see that some people that jump in here, um, have, uh, you know, a, uh, by the way, I do not answer all caps. If it's in all caps, I'm, I just don't look at it, uh, because it seems like, I don't know, it, it's just very, very strong. So, um, if you want me to look at your comment, just put a, you know, a good question here that's a full thought and I will answer it. So. Don't shout at me in caps. It just sounds like you're yelling. So, <laughs> um, But yeah, uh, definitely, you know, King James Version was... A ge- Here's the deal. The whole Bible was agenda-based, right? Like, because it's an archetype of the matrix, okay? Like, it's all part of the matrix, but part of divine law, spiritual divine law, is that truth must be shown because Christ is in everything. The Word of God is in everything. Nothing was created without the Word of God in it. And so those with eyes to see and ears to hear, those that are of him and choose to be and say, hey, I'm ready to see, hey, I'm done with the matrix, I'm ready to step into life. Those are the ones that can see it in everything. And I said earlier this morning on the early podcast, scripture is movies. Scripture is your friend telling you a testimony or an experience. Scripture is the book that you write. Scripture is your testimony. Scripture is in the Bible. Scripture is in Hindu text and in and, uh, and Buddhist text and Egyptian. It's, it's in everything. Scripture is nothing but the script. The script for the matrix. And in that script, we see truth. And so that's what, yeah, Sumerian. Absolutely love Sumerian stuff. We're actually going to start reading the Sumerian texts on here, which is really, really exciting. Not a lot of people have done it and I'm really, really looking forward to do it. So, uh, James says, I'll pray for your lost soul. Please do, man. Uh, we're all lost souls. So, uh, we're all just looking and searching, uh, trying to find God, right? Isn't that what everybody's looking for? So, uh, pray for everybody, man. Uh, we got to pray for the whole world. So, but thank you for being here, James. Um, and James says that Jesus spoke to me while I was in hell. Hey, um, that is an incredible testimony and James if you have content on that I'd love to check it out um I don't see a profile picture but maybe uh maybe throw up a profile picture drop some videos man let's be creators together on here let's learn from each other um I'd love to hear your testimony so uh we're just two lost souls swimming in a fish bowl at least I can't sing I won't get that flagged for copyright at least. So that's good. Uh, Cash uh, said, we're just two lost souls swimming in a fishbowl. I can actually sing better than that. But um, but yeah, good song. Good song. See, a lot of you guys come on here, uh, and not you guys specifically, but somebody that watches this will inevitably at some point when I wear a Pink Floyd shirt, go, you know, they're the Antichrist or they're the whatever. And I'm like, What? what you know listen to the words everybody downloads from the consciousness and everybody at some point interacts with these technologies go swipe your credit card somewhere you're interacting with this we're about to be in a full-blown quantum financial system you're interacting with that it's all their technology that's what i believe so Uh, plural in a sense that God is so much, uh, that a singular word cannot define him. Absolutely. I agree with that. Um, uh, Yahweh Elohim means I am God's plural. April, I would love to know where you get that. I have found so many contradictory things about what Yahweh really means. And I've looked it's biased from every point of view. Um, but all what I use those words, not because I think the word means something, but because I see a stark difference between the triune God, the father, the mother and the son and the, uh, the extraterrestrial God, Yahweh, uh, the being, because I don't think that God is a being. I think he is. And Yahweh is just, um, man, Yahweh is is very powerful and very very deceptive I see and he um all through the Old Testament, I think it's like two million unalived people and children animals that's not my I, that's not my god guys i don't I don't know I mean, I think we have to ask ourselves what are we really serving and but again and and just track with me, read your Bible with that thought with that idea i'm not telling you i'm right i'm just saying i think there's something to this and when you look into it and you go wait a minute he brought technology he descended in fire and smoke there's other cultures that had the same god descend in fire and smoke and bring their commandments and in those other cultures by the way we don't have this in western evangelical theology but in those other cultures those ancient cultures including the aboriginals uh, in Australia, they had Baime was their maker god, but he was not the creator god. The creator god was the divine rainbow serpent who actually breathed the essence of creation into everything. And Baime just came and went, hey, I'm going to take all this stuff and make this world. Make this world. And I'm not telling you just from one story that that's obviously 100% the authentic reality, but I'm telling you, there's too many connections to start ignoring them, like, I don't know, I I just see it, every time I see Yahweh in the Bible, I go, and then, and then I see El, El Elyon, God Most High, I see uh, Father, the Father that Christ talked about, uh, Ethan follows Yah. Do you keep Torah? No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, I used to be into that. I was like a Torah uh, observer. I was, you know, very into like all the holidays and stuff. Now I still think that they're very meaningful to prophetic timelines, but I believe that El Elyon, God Most High, brought a literal new covenant and sent the Word, Christ uh to release us from that which is of the extraterrestrial gods and there was no life in that and i do a lot of videos on that so um i really um uh, aboriginals are half hindu interesting interesting uh my plan is to not read the bible and be influenced or go to church how about experience life hey absolutely man guitar dude i absolutely that's what I tell people all the time. I mean, I'm into this because I grew up in it and I was steeped in it. So now I have to make some sense of it and figure it out. Um, but, man, if, you, if you're not, I think you can find God on a mountaintop. I think you can go within. I think uh, you can practice what Christ talked about and you can meet him inside of you without reading. I mean, you know, I I think because there's nothing new under the sun and everything in those texts is still in the divine field around us. So you yourself can download those same ideas and concepts into your being and then breathe them back out through your music, through your experiences. Uh, for me, reading scripture helps deepen my understanding because I go, hey, there's other people that have had these experiences and they were ancient and this has been going on since the dawn of time. So that's that's kind of cool. So uh, Thoughts on practical uh, Kabbalah? I don't know enough about it to... Um, to say anything about it. I am sorry. I need to learn more about it. Um, when I saw the little diamond thing and all the points on it and all the different, I didn't understand it. And I just went, (laughs) okay. You know, it's just one of those things. God hasn't revealed to me yet. Maybe later on he will. I don't know. So guitar dude says, thank you. Uh, I'm just experimenting with that, but I'm a fan of the book. Awesome. Awesome. Well, good luck to you on your journey, man. And God be with you. And I mean, he's rising in people now that never thought he would, you know, I mean, it's, we don't have to, uh, uh, I don't subscribe to any type of brand of religion or tradition at this point. Uh, I'm just open to what is, and I'm starting to see what is, is you have a literal, uh, cosmic battle going on between created beings that are much higher than little human beings here. Uh, because they actually took a beautiful creation that God made in a different realm, a higher reality, and locked it into a lower reality um, as to serve it. So it could then create with it and create its own children and deepen this matrix and make sure that it could survive and thrive and be God's itself. Uh, and that's what I see. So um, I don't know what you see, but I know for me, I'm starting to, uh, kind of put the, put the pieces together a little bit. It's really interesting. So, uh, I knew Eloin, L is an alien. Interesting. Uh, I have not heard of that, but I will look into it. Um, just breathe in. Absolutely. Um, the Demi urge. Yeah, absolutely. So that's another one of my thoughts on like, the Demiurge is Yahweh. So, like, I'm a big Gnostic uh, person. I don't like... It. Gnosticism isn't really like a laid-out tradition. Uh, it's more something that was kind of extinguished during the early church, and they really spoke out against it and tried to push back against it. But finally, and I've never really liked Paul until I heard something the other day. A lot of what he wrote it sounds like he's under some sort of Roman thumb, some sort of control. And like he was maybe trying to put some code in it and some truth in it, but then he put enough tradition to make sure that he was not, um, uh, taken out too early. Um, and, and I don't know, I can't prove that, but I heard somebody talking about it and I thought, you know, I wonder, cause, cause if he supposedly met Christ, and then he starts all this stuff. Why did he go and build this, like, really, really fallible, lack of a better word, just a really crappy system of doctrine and um, control mechanisms? And you got to think if he really met Christ and was transformed, like, he would have just been wanting to break free from all of that, right? Um, and so, the more I understand that, the more I see that Paul. Uh, because somebody was saying the thorn in his side was actually like a Roman spear like like we're gonna do it if you don't say what we want you to and he had to do a lot of his writings and teachings and stuff with kind of a um you know uh an esoteric parable like telling kind of like Christ did so I want to reread the epistles uh after I've uh kind of not been a fan of them and said that i don't really believe that they're true i go well maybe they are maybe maybe there's something to them and maybe it actually does feed into a more cohesive narrative that is easier to understand than this really weird discombobulated uh faith tradition that we've built over the centuries so um, somebody said hopefully the 24th is a zombie apocalypse Everybody's talking about the twenty fourth Shemitah ends. Uh, you know, I don't. I'm not like a Torah observer, but I do believe that those holidays definitely coincide with uh, prophetic timelines, and the twenty fourth is the end of Shemitah. I I know that God spoke to me on Shemitah um, and told me to take the year of Shemitah, and uh, which is a reset. And boy, I've had a reset. Lost my house, my business, everything. And doing this full time now, though, it has been a full reset. And I've been really focusing the last month on solidifying myself in this reality that I'm doing right now. And you guys have stepped up and supported me through my shop. I've had people make donations. Uh, I sell T-shirts with all my artwork on it. Everything's over at CubCooker.me. You can also get my audio book over there. Those are all the ways that I support myself doing this full time. So uh, every day, you know, just just because you think it's one purchase and it may not help, it it really makes a huge difference. Just a few people a day go, "Hey, I like that shirt," or "Hey, I'm going to get his book," or you know, "Hey, I'm going to buy through his Amazon shop," uh, you know, buy the Book of Enoch or whatever. Uh, that that stuff helps so much, or hey, I'm going to give a a donation, somebody threw me a 100 bucks the other day on the donation, that is huge, all of those together, you know, we're at the point now where we've got a quarter million followers across several platforms online, and my wife and I are so thankful to have that, and this is just such a testament to what God is doing in our life, and I say what God is doing because when I was serving under what I thought was the Old Testament and the New Testament God, I was so confused and I was so in a place of spiritual bipolarity, bipolarity, uh, just flipping you know, between God loves me, God hates me, God loves me, God hates You know, this back and forth the whole time. And now that I've started reading it as the Garden of Eden is the beginning of the matrix, Adam is the beginning of that. The serpent is the light of Christ, the truth coming into the garden to set them free from that, even though they had to be, uh, you know, punished for that by this, this angry God, it was the beginning of that truth coming out. And then you see the serpent and the staff, you see the serpent, um, like Moses staff tries to, you know, it eats the other serpents. And then we always say, oh, that's because, you know, the Mosaic law wins. Well, I think that's cause it's like, it's that's the matrix multiplied and is trying to extinguish that message. Um, and here it is again, raising up and Christ said, uh, so Moses lifted up, uh, the serpent in the desert. So must the son of man be lifted up. Like, I think there's, uh, two different gods, right? Old and new. I can see it too. Yeah, absolutely. Ethan. Uh, and that's what I, you know, if you look at the names too, uh, you have, uh, Rachel, Leah um and he loved Rachel and Leah he was obligated under like do you see those there's really weird things like that that really really back up this idea and the more I dig the more I find and it's not one of those things that I'm like I have to prove this right it's like okay prove it wrong and then if I find something that proves it wrong and I dig more then I find out that falls apart and I keep finding more and, you know, you just go where the data is. Again, I talked earlier this morning about scientific method. I'm a big fan on that. By the way, if you guys are enjoying this, drop some hearts and some likes. Get that thing up there at about 5,000 likes. Um, just just shower some love over here. That really helps. That's where, That tells the platform to push it out more, uh, which is super, super helpful just to more people here in this message. So what outside scripture gives credence to the garden being the beginning of the matrix? Uh, there's a lot of different like mythologies around that. Um, even some Norse mythology has uh, different ideas. they started in ice. Um, but you know, you've got a lot of different things that, you know, the whole garden and the whole trees are definitely not native to just Hebrew mythology. They're, they're kind of all over in various forms, not in the same exact, but, um, and I'm trying to read a lot more extra biblical texts so that I can speak to this, but I keep finding so much in the biblical texts, including Enoch, I include Enoch and, uh, gospel of Thomas and all of that in the biblical texts. Cause it's all in the same tradition. So I try to, uh, but yeah, the Sumerian too. Yeah, absolutely. So Sumerian texts, we've got to read those on here. I'm going to try to sit down maybe one Saturday and just try to read through them with you guys and then pin that video on all of my platforms so that you guys have access to that. But, uh, somebody, let's see, Florida man Vax says he doesn't love us. Um, if you're talking about Yahweh, no, I don't think Yahweh loves us. I think, uh, Elyon, God most high, uh, all of these names are interchangeable by the way, but this thing no i don't think he loves us i think they operate on uh obligation on law on survival on sustenance on sacrifice on control things like that uh do they serve at the pleasure of the most high god yeah i think some of them still serve i think they're still good angels uh do some of them do negative work on the earth and mess with god's people or try to or try to uh, deliver God's people into deeper into the matrix. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I just think we see that once we uh, start Yahweh is eternal. L is eternal. I don't think Yahweh is eternal. I think Yahweh is going to be thrown, thrown aside with the rest of it into the outer darkness. Um, uh, that's just my opinion. But uh, again, the separation of those, uh, the separation of those is key to what I teach and, uh, explore really on this channel. I, I, I try not to teach. I tried more to explore from, uh, you know, I don't know kind of mentality. So, uh, what's up 74 Leathercraft? How are you doing brother? Um, let's see. Enoch, uh, is my grandson's name. Oh, Sarah, that's awesome. Great name. Great name. Not a common name anymore, but if I ever have a kid, I might name him Enoch. That's a pretty cool name. So, Seventy four leathercraft says, "Doing good. That's awesome." Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. My uh, serpentine of light says, "I meant sadly, uh, I had to leave. Not that I had my daughter." Okay. Well, either way, thank you for being here. Uh, what is the difference between a god and a demigod? A demigod would basically be a hybrid, a hybrid of uh, a god um, and uh, human DNA, um, and not a God as in the most high God. Again, most high God being the spirit, uh, because we're spirit too. And that consciousness will gather as a collective family of consciousness and energy, and eventually recreate into a more perfect creation where maybe this won't happen again. You know, uh, that's kind of how I see it. Or, that even simultaneously, this this story is played out over and over and over. And it's just a cyclical nature of uh, light versus dark, good versus evil, all of that. Uh, we don't know, guys. And there's just a ton of different opinions on it and different texts. And, you know, you got to understand some of these biblical texts are inspired by extraterrestrial interaction. Some of them are inspired by spiritual interaction. And there's there is a difference. So... That's why I wanted uh, – there is no, quote, God, just the collective consciousness that we all return to and are reborn. Uh, logical error, I, you know, I tend to agree with you. I mean, the little G God, like these things, we look at them and go, oh, yeah, those are gods. Like they do a bunch of work, you know. They're doing things on the planet. They're delivering, you know, goods and services or whatever to humanity. Then they're also taking and need sacrifices and like – Uh, you know, they basically, you know, farmed us, for lack of a better word, and still are, by the way, I think, but then you have Christ coming along saying, hey, God is not what you think, you know, my father, my father, my father, like, he's talking to somebody different, and I think that's really interesting, so, uh, the Bible also says hell is on earth, uh, meaning that the plane of existence is just one of many, absolutely, you know, and so, Um, again, what's the perfect deception? It's if you make yourself the God that's worshiped and then point everyone else towards the devil and they think that it's the devil doing it. And then you're worshiping the God that is actually blinded humanity rather than hush. Sorry, my dog is barking. Um, and I think that that's really interesting. We've got to like, kind of, especially when you get into matrix theory of, you know, reality, which quantum physics is starting to really show a lot more data around uh, the multiple realities and multiverse theory and stuff like that. So, uh, a light bearer, there are many. Absolutely, yeah. So, they are just higher forms of life. Some are benevolent. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you mentioned it before. John 3.14, Moses Serpent, So Shall the Son of Man Rise. Absolutely. God has nothing but time. He creates any way and anything God wants to. Absolutely. Uh, April says we will never figure out God, but it's fun trying. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as I read earlier from um Gospel of Thomas, you know, the the journey is <laughs> for lack of a really bad analogy of putting it on like Instagram, you know, with the graphic of like, life is about the journey. No, like really like the journey of seeking is, is the path to ascent. And I think that that, when we stop seeking, um, then, then what's the point? What, what is there anymore? Like, you know, then it's just money. Then it's just try to get the right house, try to get the right view, go on the right vacations, find the right person it's all vain, right? It's all vanity at a certain point. Now I want to read this from Gospel of Thomas. If you've never heard Gospel of Thomas, welcome. This is going to be potentially life-altering for you because it was for me. So, um, oh, great, great question. What happens when we die? Uh, afterlife type thing. Okay. So, uh, Kit Samson, uh, Kitta Samson. Okay. So, I believe we're all a part of a great consciousness and an energy collective, if you will. I think we get to go be a part of that and be a part of creation and recreation again and be a part of the divine family of spirit, which is something so much more free and so much more full of love and experiences than we are right now. We think that we want to be reincarnated in a physical form And all there is in the physical matrix is pain and suffering and sin, right? It doesn't mean you are pain and suffering and sin. It just means you're going to experience that anytime you're in the physical form. Same thing with these things. They're experiencing it too. uh, Maybe even on a higher level than we are because they are much more conscious of everything. Uh, They live in a different plane of consciousness and they can transmute back and forth. Uh, Now, for God... Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Father, Mother, Son, whatever you want to define it as, that divine family and spiritual plane is where we literally get to live free and create any reality, any thought. We are co-creators. Like, he didn't just say that. We are co-creators. And when all of this matrix is rolled back up, what can we create again with him and how can we experience reality? Like, think of the coolest theme park you can but you get to create it all and it's all metaphysical and then if you want to create it in different forms of realities you can and you get to do that with him like that's how i see it um there are many dimensions we can't perceive but we dwell in them absolutely consider the earthworm very very good thoughts on solomon using demons to build his temple yeah i mean that's you know the whole solomon thing i think solomon is a very very deep I think he used technologies and extraterrestrials and demonic things and sorceries. And um, yet at the end of all that, here's what's interesting. He did. He finally came to Christ at the end of all of that. And I see that he does because he said it's all vanity. It's all vain. He did some of the probably some of the darkest, deepest uh, sorceries you can do on the earth. He He gained everything there was to gain out of this matrix. And he found out that it was all false. And then he starts looking within and reflecting on it. And in fact, in some deep, deep lament later in his writings, um, there's some really, really deep remorse about all the time he wasted. And then, really trying to look for and find that spiritual truth and purity and love. Um, and so, I think it's I think it's very interesting. And it, and it's just more proof that anybody can come back from the brink. Like we all have you know, how we've tried to do life in the past to get what we wanted or find fulfillment or whatever. Uh, Many of us carry uh, shame about it. Many of us have been beat up by the church about it. Many of us have never felt worthy about it. Whatever it is, could have been how you chase money, uh, how you treated uh, people in the past, how you, um, you know, used substances, whatever it is. like I mean, everybody has their own story. It's all the same story though, right? Like it's all the same story. It's all trying to fill the void. When you realize there is no void in you, the flesh is void and the spirit is pure and the spirit is love and light and oneness. And once you start to go inward inside yourself and find Christ within, then you can ascend from the flesh and be caught up in the spirit to Christ. Um, So interesting. Jenny says, uh, thank you for your thoughts on it. Yeah, you bet. So, I hope that helps. I mean again like who doesn't have a Solomon story? Like um I mean there was times in my life where uh I thought okay, I need to follow Torah law. I need to do this. I need to look at all the dates. I need to not look at the Gregorian calendar cuz it's trying to screw us up and I got to look at the Hebrew calendar and I got to do this. And then I thought, well why are the Hebrews right? Why why is that what we're trying to follow? Why are the Greeks right? Well, why are the Egyptians right? Well, why are why is anyone right this is a global cosmic narrative let's look at the common truth in all of it and then let's take the the idea that christ is in all of it and quit looking for him in one story and timeline and look for him in everything and that's just my thought and when i started doing that guys it's just like a light went on uh and i wish i had discovered this younger You know, I, luckily I met an incredible woman that she is, she's my wife. She, um, she is so loving and supportive of what I'm doing. She doesn't always understand every part of it, but she's super supportive. And I remember being on my knees one night. I had had a series of horrible dates with some horrible, horrible people, uh, that ended really, really badly with. Uh, one of them, you know, I tell the story, uh, you know, found another person at the bar I went to with her, um, and went home with that person instead of me. Like, you know, uh, again, I won't name names, but I'm just saying, you know, this was like the reality of dating in West Texas. And it was just not a good, it was not a good fit for anyone. You know, everybody was, uh, dealing with the same, same junk, same, same type of mentalities. And, Um, and then I got down on my knees literally, and was just crying out to God. Like I'm done with it. I'm done. I don't want, I don't want any, any of the, uh, options I've been shown lately. I know there's somebody out there and I'm tired of looking for them and trying to go, you know, uh, meet people and do the whole dating thing. I mean, you know, in, in a positive way. Um, but I'm, I'm tired of it. You know, it's not like I was desperate and out there or anything but and i think you guys have probably had that i heard a great story from another uh friend of mine here on tiktok this morning she had a date very similar very very similar only you know it was the guy that did that to her and um it's it's funny that we all have the same stories at the end of the day we all have the same stories because the matrix always gives the same thing think about that the matrix always gives the same thing But I stopped that day and in spirit got down on my knees and on the knees of my heart. I said, I'm done. I I walk away from the whole dating lifestyle, the whole single lifestyle. And I'm just going to be single and celibate and take myself off the market. And I said, Father, I'm yours. And for one year, I was his and his alone. And I sought him and I read and I prayed and I hung out with friends, friends only. And I became more me. And I found out what I liked. And I found out what my gifts were. And then all of a sudden, I get down on my knees again. And I remember, I got to tell this story because it fits in with this. Because my story is your story. I'm watching Home Improvement with Tim Allen. Love Tim Allen. And I get down on my knees again and I say, Father, I'm ready for a woman like that, like Jill, that loves Tim and all his goofiness and all his BS, but she knows when to be there in the serious moments and how to help take care of a home and a family and be a rock and someone that's there no matter what. And guys, I'm telling you three days later, that's all it takes 72 hours or 90 days to change your life. All of a sudden on Facebook, I get a message from, uh, this girl that I saw had made a chocolate cake for the theater I was working at. And, uh, she was like, Oh yeah, I hate, we're going to be, you know, doing the same show. She was in the show and I was working backstage at the show. I used to do theater, paint sets, do lighting, all of that stuff. And, um, long story short, you know, we ended up doing the same show together, started dating, A week after the show started um, and then we got engaged and married like six months later and it's been perfect ever since no it hadn't been perfect took a lot of trying to figure out how to live with each other how to live with ourselves how to move on how to forgive ourselves how to grow ourselves it's life guys and it's the matrix and the matrix messes us up from the beginning That's what I'm talking about today. The difference between this thing that made things and gave us sacrifices and an old law and this whole system of doing nothing but entrapping us and making us guilty and a father that loves us and came in the fullness as Christ and by the way is there in the fullness in us now. And that's why I say he didn't come to make a church. He came to make Christ's. I hope you guys are getting what I'm talking about here. Uh, April Groom says that's powerful. This is powerful stuff, guys. Like we, um, We get into some deep stuff here. And so, yeah, I talk about aliens and all the cool stuff. But I'm telling you, I'm here for a deep purpose. And I'm here to... What did Christ do? He used parables. And I love him and I love God. And if somehow, in some weird reality, this thing is also the most high God, of course I'll accept it. But in my logical brain and with my spiritual eyes now and with my Christ consciousness, I don't see a chance in a snowball's chance in H E double toothpick that that thing is also the most high God. I think it should be serving the most high God, but I see too many verses that talk where they're talking back and forth. And again, unless it's an alter ego, I just don't see it. Um, What is that Jenna? This is some artwork I make. I make all this cool artwork um and i put it on shirts and mugs and uh, we've got tapestries and posters and stuff this is one i'm working on now for a shirt it's got all different forms of ufos on it and then some cool uh patterns i've got this one uh, i've got this one this is a cool patch i'm working on i'm going to put this on some mugs as well um, and so i do all this really cool artwork and then here's my bernie man ufo one that i did Um, I do all this really cool artwork, put it on shirts and stuff, and that's how we fund this channel. That's how I'm able to do what I'm doing. Here is the, um, the angel of God, uh, guiding the Israelites. If the Israelites came today and had campers. So I always thought of this one as like the modern day. I try to do like twists on stuff, modern day, imaginative, stuff and you know this is the uh pillar of fire right okay you've seen the cigar shaped crafts like on ancient aliens or uh even on the news people still see them today one of the earliest photos of uh ufo looked very similar to this uh on a mountain uh up in washington and uh it was taken with like one of the old photographs where you pull the thing out and expose the film uh, manually and, uh, it's huge They somebody guessed that it was like several miles long or something like that. So, uh, but imagine if you're the Israelites and this thing's guiding you through the desert and then you, Moses goes up to the mountain where this thing is, and then he comes down with the tablets and then this thing goes before you and parts the Red Sea, uh, and you've got all this stuff and then you've got to make sacrifices and this thing comes and consumes them or it sends out little things to come and consume them, um, it's all weird guys until it's not. But um anyway, that's that's my newest shirt. You can go check it out in my shop, CubCougar.me. Um, and I've got some cool ones. We're doing phone cases now. Uh the tree of life that I did is a phone case now, and I'm gonna do some more phone cases. Any type of iPhone you have, they don't have Android uh through the supplier I'm using, but any iPhone you have from like the iPhone six on You can get a case for it with my artwork on it now. So I'm I'm working on putting more pieces of artwork on it. So if you see something you like in one of the backgrounds of my videos, let me know. And I'll put it on a phone case for you or a poster, whatever you want. Like I, I want, if you guys want to support me, I want to give you what you want and need to support me. So I will make sure that I get a certain piece of artwork as long as it's mine. Uh, and I really don't show much in the background. That's not mine. I, I show like 99% is all my artwork. So, um, anyway, let me know, you know, and I'll get it up there for you. So, um, let's see. Um, da, 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 da. I would love to have a one-on-one conversation with you. Well, thank you very much. Um, and if you have content, I am looking for, like, if you're doing your own channel around this and you're already creating and you want to be on my podcast, Uh, just shoot me a DM and I'd love to talk to you about doing that because I'm looking to do a lot of podcasts with a lot of different people start, you know, at least a couple of times a week, bring somebody on the show, um, and have these conversations back and forth. So, uh, yesterday and today I found this live. Well, welcome, welcome, uh, toll three blue, uh, welcome. I gotta get some water there. So I'm telling you my allergies, my throat is just, uh. It's West Texas in the fall is not fun. So uh Ethan follows Yah. So the spirit on Mount Sinai, you don't think it was from God. So I don't think it was a spirit. I think it was an actual uh extraterrestrial craft. And um if you look at these things like you see that it was a fire, but it did not consume the bush. It looked like enfolding amber. And if you look at modern uh modern being from like, you know, the thirties, forties, fifties, sixties through now um, UFO experiences and testimonies, you see the same exact things. And so I just don't, uh, can we get a prayer portal on the phone case? Uh, K Rob says, yes, absolutely. I will do my best. And if that one won't fit, I will try to do another one in that style. That's hard to get that style repeatedly, but I will do my best um, to try to get one because the phone is elongated. But I think, cause I got it on a poster, I think I can get it on the phone case. So I will do my best for you. Um, Ethan follows the says interesting. So yeah. Um, and that's just, that's where I see it because I do study a lot of the modern extraterrestrial experiences. Um, and I see so many similarities between like old Testament God experiences and then you see New Testament and Jesus is like talking about something totally different and it really doesn't work together and it doesn't make sense in any way we try to make it make sense just to me cause more spiritual emotional uh problems in my life I mean for years growing up you know I abused a lot of substances and alcohol and I just I couldn't figure out who I was uh you know thought I had like mental problems because i just i could never be happy and uh lots of depression stuff like that and then when i started separating what i believe is the deception i mean who's the god of this world well you would say oh it's yahweh right like he he created everything you know he he runs this world well no it's it's satan they talk about it being satan well why in job is yahweh and satan making a bet against Job saying that he loves the most high God. Like, why is that? That doesn't make sense. Um, Toll blue says, that's how I feel now. I'm really struggling. Prayers for you. Prayers for you. Um, And this community is so good. We love you. Um, Like hang in there. And I don't know how old you are, but man, between my twenties and thirties was so hard. I mean, I I struggled even with, you know, is life worth living, and it was like, it was the perfect deception, because I was in this religious system, and, um, and then I'm using alcohol and other substances uh, that didn't really help anything, they just masked the problem and confused me, and using them back-to-back made my life worse, and, uh, you know, you make stupid decisions, you run out of money, you go to the bar too much, you hang out with the wrong people, you you know, all of that stuff. And I mean, everybody has those college experiences, right? And it's all funny until it's not until you realize it causes a lot of depression. It causes a lot of confusion. And it's the perfect thing that the matrix wants you to do. And by the way, they want to keep you in that because you can't get away from commercials from alcohol anywhere. I mean, everywhere you go, especially here in West Texas, what do you do on a Friday night? Go drink with a friend. And, uh, you know, when I quit doing that, um, is when my spiritual ascension started and I cleared my body of those toxins and my mind of those thoughts. And I struggled for years because I studied one thing and this, don't get freaked out. Let me, I got to share this. Don't get freaked out with this story. Um, I studied a certain, uh, faith tradition, if you want to call it that, let me, um, here, I'm going to put this kind of a cool picture on here. I like that that UFO on the hill. I studied Scientology for a while. I was very, very lost, um, but I found a lot in it. I found a lot in it. Now, I ran into enough walls where I was like, that's not going to lead me anywhere I want to go, but uh, somebody says, West Texas, where are you from? I'm from Amarillo, Texas, top of Texas. Where are you from, AJC? Um, and so I studied, uh, Scientology and one of the things in Scientology it talks about is these mental things that you encode on yourself throughout your life. And and I started to see the matrix that the matrix does this, um, and that your brain, it's not just, you had a bad experience when you were a kid and then your brain remembers this and reacts to it all the time. You have a reactive mind. Your flesh is part of your mind. It's part of your flesh mind, like everything. Your finger can hold information. Your pinky can hold information. Your toe can hold information. And like whenever you have a bad experience and you say, this is the way to avoid that. And then the next time you have it, you consciously think that. And then it starts to create these packets of protein that encode that information in actual, like throughout your body. In different areas that might be why when you smell vanilla ice cream all of a sudden like your side hurts and it might be because like you had an abusive uh parent in the past or caretaker and uh they caused pain on a rib or something uh but then your parents got you ice cream to like help with that or whatever you know and I'm not saying that that's the exact thing, but, oh, Lubbock, what's up, man, 808, how's it going, uh, welcome from Lubbock, yeah, I get to Lubbock every once in a while, so, mainly to go fishing, uh, you, y'all have way better fishing than I do here, and, uh, 74 Leathercraft and I may be coming your way to go check out your Frisbee golf course, because I hear it's quite nice, so, um, Yes, our fingers are our antenna, and every cell in our body stores information a hundred percent, yeah, absolutely um so uh, fancy pants, oh, yeah, fancy pants is Katie, Texas, that's right. We got a lot of Texas here, uh, Texas is awesome. Let's see uh salazar uh eight is from Dickinson, Texas. where is Dickinson? I don't know where Dickinson is. I know where Katie is, I know where Lubbock is. Uh, this made my 20 minute drive incredibly elevating deepest gratitude for joining cosmic rays. God bless you for being here. Go subscribe on YouTube. And by the way, if you're going to listen while you drive, subscribe on the podcast on Apple and Spotify, you guys can grab this on the podcast and listen to the audio version at your convenience on your favorite podcast uh, platform. It's everywhere. We're on like 50 different podcast platforms every single day, twice a day. So it's the Cub Cooker Supernatural podcast. Cub Cooker Supernatural podcast. You can just search Cub Cooker K U K E R C U B K U K E R and it'll pop up. You'll see my little uh picture there and then you'll see the background has uh you know kind of a cool kind of the, my style of artwork in the background. So uh it's also on my website. But yeah, that would be a great way. We'd love to talk with you every day while you're driving home safely so that you're not trying to watch and watch comments, but uh loving the talk for sure gonna listen on spotify thank you very much um san antonio texas what is up sandy perkins uh how is san antonio right now uh 74 leathercraft says frisbee yes absolutely heart wild is in jasper texas dude awesome we got some texas in the house if you love texas drop some hearts right now we're at three thousand likes let's get that to five before i sign off michael sexton what is up man thank you for the follow i appreciate that uh west memphis arkansas love arkansas i did all the cave tours a couple years ago with my wife um i got to talk about the cave tours right now and extraterrestrials you know they talk about like lots of these underground extraterrestrial things um and man arkansas i found out i didn't know that there was life underground until i went to arkansas a couple years ago we went to Bentonville. My wife used to work for uh, Walmart corporate. So, uh, we went to Bentonville and looked at all of that in the museum there. Um, and then we went on all these cave tours. I think we did three or four different tours and I saw blind salamanders. I didn't even know existed. These things live in the dark and there shouldn't even be anything living under there yet. Their life prevails wherever it's put. Like it's crazy guys. It's crazy. And so i think the reason that is is like the logos of god christ is in everything and it will prevail no matter where you put it even in the flesh now does that have to be extinguished and recycled over and over absolutely but it continues to incarnate it continues to seek truth it continues to ascend and it continues to break free from the matrix And I think that is amazing. And that ultimately is the message of this, is ask yourself next time you get a download, next time you get an insight, next time you think about, you know, what do I take action on in my life to get what I'm looking for or get to that next level? Think about where is that coming from? Is it extraterrestrial technology or is it divine, spiritual, esoteric knowledge like Christ came to share? So I hope that makes sense, guys. I hope you've enjoyed today's uh episode i really appreciate you guys being here um truth seeker hey what is up man uh we've got to get it scheduled i'm sorry i was running around this weekend i've got your calendly link in fact i'll get on right after i'm done with this and we will get that scheduled uh hopefully going to be doing a podcast with him very very soon he's got some incredible incredible content Uh, i'm also doing a podcast uh yeah woot that's what's up man Cannot wait to talk to you. I'll get on and do that now. Uh, it's been a crazy weekend. so. Um, but yes, and then we're also going to be doing with Sons of God Ministries this week. Uh, hopefully going to be getting that scheduled with him. I'm supposed to talk to him on the phone this week and then uh, this weekend. I think Sunday, we haven't scheduled it exactly, but it looks like maybe Sunday with Sons of God Ministries to talk more about the Yahweh versus El uh, debate and and really just that unpacking that he understands the genealogies and like the whole lineage i don't even understand my family tree uh much less all of that but i do have some i believe spiritual sight into just being able to read these stories back and forth and see where there's extraterrestrial technology and see where there's deep esoteric spiritual truth that uh understanding beyond Um, comprehension. I mean, just spiritual ascension, um, being caught up to Christ in spirit anytime you want, anytime you want. It's incredible. So looks like Mid Journey. Yes, I use a lot of Mid Journey uh, and I've got uh, one of the licenses on it so I can put all the artwork on stuff. Um, Mid Journey has a free option. I wasn't big on the free option. I think they throttle like what you can create. And I kind of got the same looking things over and over. I can't prove that, but maybe it was cause it was just learning me. I don't know. Uh, I've had to really train. I've even taken some courses on how to use uh mid journey to get the images I do out of it because it's not always easy. So, um, but I really try to keep a painterly style with vivid lighting um, and then make sure that there's esoteric meaning in, in everything that I design. So Uh, So I hope you like it. I work really hard to kind of get it to be my, my vibe and everything. So uh, uh, D Wolf says, thanks for answering my question. Uh, The Hebrew meaning for Yahweh is I am that I am. Yeah. And then even in some early uh, transmissions, translations, it's uh, it can be translated to the being, the being. Um, And so, uh, you know, I've, I've heard some Hebrew scholars talk about that. It's, uh, it's, it's not always the, I am what I am, but more of, I am the being, uh, which makes, which makes sense. So, um, uh, anyway, so, uh, there is a good website. Uh, yeah. Mid journey, if you're talking about it, yeah, I'm on their discord server. Like I said, I pay for, uh, like a pro license to get all the licensing. Uh, but and it's for you guys too. I've been telling 74 Leathercraft to check it out and do some designs for his brand as well because you can get designs out of it that are really inherently yours because it'll learn you and you like tell the stories to it. Um, and then you still have to go lay them out on the shirts and do composites and everything. So I still have to use Photoshop and all that fun stuff, but uh, it's called promptomania. It can help you make uh, good prompts. Oh good. Awesome. D Wolf thank you. Uh, I was looking for that because some of the prompts I've given it, I've wasted I even had to go upgrade my license and I pay a pretty good chunk of change every month just to use it. Um, but I had to upgrade my license cause I was burning through my hours, even though I had like a higher level of hours on there. Um, just trying to create like one shirt, you know, that I liked that fit together. Right. It got to be really daunting, but now I'm on a plan that, um, I'm able to create a lot more and put more images in the background just for the videos that never make it to merchandise, but I really work and polish the merchandise. So those of you that wonder that how I get this, it is it is AI. I talk about it a little bit on some of the videos I do. Um, and then I, I, in the description of everything, do do say that it is made with AI, but I think it's really cool because AI isn't really what people think it is yet. It's not like it just, does it for you. I mean, it'll do it for you, but to get it to look like that is definitely like a work of art. And then to composite it on the merchandise and the shirts, um, is hard and it's, it's weird. Um, but it is so much fun and I've never been able to find anything, uh, that I could get the vision in my head out. I think that's why I love mid journey so much. Maybe one of these days, you know, they'll sponsor my channel because it works perfect for what I'm doing. So we'll see, but already I'm thankful that they're even in existence because it really has allowed me to get, again, the visions in my head out because they're, they're not normal visions. Um, and, um, and, and it's helped, it's helped with that. So Even sometimes though, I'll tell it that I want multiple UFOs and it'll literally give me one UFO and then I'll tell it cigar shape and it'll give me a round one, like, like a perfectly round one. And it's like, and then you think, oh, it's this all intelligent AI. No, it like, it still runs on an algorithm. You still have to tell it what to do and you have to learn. Uh and so I'm gonna go check that out, D Wolf, um that website because learning prompts is, is kind of the secret to it. So and then compositing and Photoshop skills are always good because sometimes I have to cut stuff out, resize, put different composites together. So um but it but it's definitely a good place to start. So uh I feel like I will never understand all of these things. They begin to go over my head and I get overwhelmed. Dude, don't don't feel that way. Um, anytime you get overwhelmed, here's what I, I recommend. And and you do, you do you like, I can't tell you, um, what to do or how to use the information here. But for me, I have to go within. And anytime when I was trying to go, you know, I'm like, I got to go drink to just like fill that silence. Like the silence is good. It was for me. Unfortunately, the silence makes you confront The questions that you have. Um, Being in nature is really, really good. If you're like me. um, I try to go bike, hike, or frisbee. Four to six times a week. And you guys may go, whoa. Must be nice. I don't have time. Build a life. Where you can break free of the matrix. Go see the logos of God freely expressing itself in wildlife and in nature. Because when you're sitting at the computer and you're doing the work and you're doing the school and all the stuff, you're, you're sucked right into it. Now, a lot of us, we've got to do that. I mean, I'm live streaming because I love it because it's my life's work. It's my mission. Uh, before that I would make videos for people and websites and stuff. And I always found myself kind of stuck in the matrix. Had to go get outside a lot more. It's kind of like you have to balance that out. So, uh, toll blue. Yeah, you're welcome, man. Uh, I hope that helps. Um, I can't tell your, oh, okay. I think, uh, if if you're not, man, I'm sorry, uh, ma'am, um, hard to tell from your name and the profile picture is tiny, but, um. So anyway, yeah, uh, nature is, is incredible. It's, it's incredible. Um, we, we go fishing too. Um, it's okay. Uh, blue. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I will remember you. So if you followed me, come join the live streams more and we, we just go through some really cool stuff. We have an awesome community here too. You've got a lot of sisters in here, uh, that love each other. They will love you. Um, and, and you're always welcome here in the comments. Um, and then, like I said, we're on all kinds of other platforms, too. So uh, just follow Cooker wherever you can find him. Uh, and Really, all the links are on my website. Those are the official links. People have been copying my name and adding letters or numbers to it. And don't, don't listen to that. I'll never message you and ask for money. I never message people and ask for a sale. Nothing like that, guys. You want to support me? You know where the website is. It's always that. You know, profile link, um, but I'm never gonna message you and ask for anything. The only thing that, if you message me and you want prayer or something, I will, I will absolutely pray for you. I will absolutely uh, make a video off of uh, a message you send me or a comment or something uh, that you, you want me to maybe be able to answer or, or offer some sort of, uh, you know, my personalized opinion, whatever for whatever that's worth. Uh, again this is all my my humble opinion here so but anyway i hope that helps um i'm gonna read what am i gonna read okay logion number five in gospel of thomas yeshua said recognize what is in front of you and then what is hidden from you will be revealed there is nothing hidden that will not be revealed And so that was part of my journey right here with this, with recognizing the matrix, recognizing the extraterrestrial technology versus the spiritual truths. They're different. I see that they're different. And I hope you guys too. Thank you for the support. Thank you for being here. Toll Blue, God bless you. Said I love that a lot. Thank you very much. You guys have a beautiful, beautiful day. Just go be love to someone. If you're struggling, Go be loved to someone. Go serve someone that needs help. Go get in nature and be gr- gracious and have gratitude for it. And, and take a minute to find that quiet place. Even if you're at work and you've got to go you know, step out to the car or whatever it is and find a moment of repose, a moment of peace. Don't underestimate the power of spiritual practice. And I'm not talking about, you know, doing, you know, voodoo or anything like that. I'm talking about spiritual practice, meditation, breath work, stretching, nature, things that take you outside of the matrix a little bit and get you a higher perspective on things. Anyway, I love you guys. Have a beautiful day. I'm going to go let the dogs out and go get the sunshine myself. So I've sat under the lights long enough here. So uh let's see oh michael says i was hiking with headphones on and walked up on a mama black bear and talked to god dude that's awesome that's awesome of course you did uh i would talk to god too uh that'll make you do it real quick so that's a good good testimony there of course with the laughy faces i like that uh but yeah i would too uh nature has a way of uh making you talk to god i'll tell you that so mine is the cicadas the last bicycle wreck i had was because a cicada flew and landed on my face and i hate those darn things and uh i fell off my bike and almost broke my bike and me and it, it was not fun so that's how big of a weenie i am when it comes to bugs so but anyway i love you guys have a beautiful day go be love and light to someone i'll see you guys tomorrow peace